When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, and welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Queen Star, aka Miss Hip Hop. And today, guys, we're doing something a little bit different today. Um, you know, it's been a minute since I've had my last guest on the show who is really not a stranger at all to Speak Your Mind. You know what I'm saying? He's actually my friend in real life. And um, we met through podcasting. He's from the South, he's from Tennessee. So shout out to Tennessee. And he hosts his own podcast show called The Morning Drive with David. And we're just going to bring him to the mic right now. How you doing, David? I'm doing good, Star. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we talk all the time, but yeah, it's been a minute since I've been on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's really good to see you. So, um, so, you know, we got to start off with an icebreaker question for everybody. All right. What are your goals for um, your podcast for the next year, 2021? Well, honestly, I I never really had a goal in mind to begin with, just, you know, me rambling off the top of my head. But uh, I'd like to see, you know, one, my audience grow a little bit. um, But I'd like to start bringing uh, more guests on. It's just with the uh, time constraints I have, it's kind of hard for me to, to arrange times when people are available at the same time I am. But um, I don't know. I just like to see it grow. Uh, I want to, I, I tried my best in the very beginning, not to focus on politics, mm-hmm. but um, especially with election coming up, it, it's kind of, it's, I guess that's just where I am, but I would still like to branch out and maybe bring people from the other side of politics, even though I don't really have a side, but bring people with different perspectives on to, to yeah talk. definitely and that's i think that's one reason why um i like your show so much is because you do rants about things that matter to you <laughs> like that is like i don't know it's just so funny because i was listening to a couple of your episodes your past recent episodes of you ranting um <laughs> you were talking about um the politics and how you basically have no interest in, you know, voting and stuff like that. I mean, you know, you don't want to pick sides and you're tired of, oh, this is the most important election of the year. And <laughs> this is the one, this is the one. And you know what? I felt you. Like, I, I like your views. Like, you're just real and upfront about it. You know, you just, you don't hold back. Well, thank you. I, I try to be. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of gotten, um, I've lost the taste for, uh, polit- social politics, I still like to, to dabble in, but when it comes to the actual government and, and stuff like that, I've, I've lost, I lost my taste for them. Um, I, I've come to the realization that it's all just a ball of junk. And I used to hold, I used to hold hope out uh, like crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just, um, I mean, I don't know, especially with this, this election. I mean, honestly, I'm like, uh, of all the people, of all the people in this country, you give us these two. <laughs> the, these two. 
and, and it was like, well, you know, if you don't, you got to vote for this one because the other one will win. I'm like, I don't, I don't want either one of them to win. I mean, right. that's me. They both suck. Why would I vote for either one of them? I mean, I mean, that's just me. And, and it's so funny. Oh, it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know, I just, now I tell you what, I tell you what, Democrats had a chance. If you ask me, they mm-hmm. had, uh, they had um, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, and I thought that she was, of all of them, I thought she was the best pick they could have possibly had, uh, just just not because of all of her views, because some of them I don't agree with, hmm. but I'm never going to agree 100% with somebody. Um, That's true. But she had, one, she was a woman, and uh, she was a vet, or she is a vet, um, she, she, but she upset the, the, the system. Yeah. You know, she, she was, she was anti-war and we can't have that. Right. Um, and she, it, it, it to me, it, it bothered me that you had, you had this woman, a young, strong, smart woman, mm-hmm. and they ended up with Joe Biden. I don't know. I don't know who makes those calls, but somebody called wrong. Cause I tell you right now, there's a lot of people that are, you know, even on, even on my side of the politics where we don't like any of them, right. but uh, a lot of them were rooting for, for um, Tulsi Gabbard. And they were like, you know, I, I might actually vote for her. Cause we're not one issue voters. If we vote at all, we're not, you know, we're not a side voter. We're not Democrat or Republican. We're, we try to get behind whoever we support and a lot of people that were in libertarian circles and, you know, even some anarchist circles were like, I'll vote for Tulsi Gabbard. Hmm. And so the Democrats could have won with her, but they, they ran with Joe instead. And so it's just like, you know, whatever. Of course, now the libertarian party's got Joe Jorgensen. I mean, she's running. And that's what I always love is whenever I hear somebody say, well, it's time we have a woman president. And I'm like, well, we got one running. You going to vote for it? Well, no, because if I vote for her, the other guy's going to win. Wow. So I mean, I'm sorry. I'm getting on a little political rant. No, yeah. it's okay. It needs to be <laughs> talked about and discussed. Like, let me ask you a question. A thing that kind of boggles my mind is libertarian. Like, can you break that down? Like we, I think most people understand what Republican and Democrats are, but what exactly does libertarian uh, fall under? You know, the category. Uh, libertarians are more of a, uh, because I, I don't even consider myself a libertarian per se anymore. Um, mm-hmm. The libertarian party kind of lost me a while back, but um, it would be cool to see them win. Uh, sorry, but the, the, the pretty much it comes down to two main facets uh, rules they live by, which is don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. Okay. They, they want extremely limited small government. Um, they want the federal government not to have, any power if any you know very little power if any at all um leave most of the things up to the states um and let the state government run it i mean because honestly that's the way it was intended anyway the federal government wasn't supposed to be this big overreaching powerful government and over time the states have become more and more dependent on the federal government for not just you know how to run their own state but you know, their money, you know, they get a lot of federal funding 
and which is which is always funny to me because it's like okay the state collects all this money gives it to the to the federal government and then the federal government divvies it out to the states I'm like why don't you just keep it you know I, right. I don't understand that and but libertarians are just they're they're, they're anti-war uh they believe heavily in the uh some you hear some people say the nap the nap which is yes. the uh the non-aggression principle which means you know you don't initiate um uh violence or force on other people uh, you know self-defense is, is perfectly okay but you know you, you don't go invade countries because they found oil you know and, and stuff like that and we're, we're our foreign policy is very hands-off uh if anybody is actually interested in, in to know what um libertarian is um go look up ron paul uh ron paul. He, he he just had a stroke here recently i mean that mm-hmm. was that was a hard hit. A lot of people say he's crazy. A lot of people say he's nuts. Uh, but he has been right about a lot of stuff. Um, uh, the thing that changed me from being, I want to say, I guess I was kind of a Republican back in the day, um, was I heard, um, because I thought I knew what Republicans stood for and I didn't. So, uh, but I listened to, uh, Ron Paul's imagined speech. Mm. And that changed my way of thinking when it comes to, to war and foreign policy and stuff like that big time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the more you dig into it, it's, it's, it's the way they want to go back to a real constitution. If anything, uh, you know, limited powers and stuff like that. They're very um, libertarians are very logical and, that's the way they look at things. They look at they, their principles. They stick to them. They, they try to, it's hard. It's very hard to stick to your principles as a libertarian. It's, it's very, because a lot of times when it comes to politics, you know, you, you rule according to emotion. Yeah. And that's where I was talking to someone who used to be a stone cold, you know, Bernie Sanders Democrat. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, eventually came over to the libertarian party and I asked her, you know, why I had her on the show a while back. And, um, she said, because what the Democrats say sounds great. It, it, it's like the, uh, the whole good intentions thing, you know, you right, want to help exactly. people. Yeah. You, know, you want to help people. You want everybody to be nice. And, and, and we live in a nice country and everybody be treated fairly. She was like, but when it comes down to it, you're, you're wanting to use force, from the government to make that happen. Mm. And that's never really a good thing because then you're always going to get pushbacks. And I mean, it's, it's not, it's not the way to get things, you know, it, it, good ideas don't require force. Right. You know what I'm saying? True. And that, that's where a lot of them come from. And so she was, and she noticed that whenever, um, I think she said her turning point was when uh, Senator Rand Paul, uh, Rand Paul, got beat up by his neighbor. Um, he's a Republican and a lot of her surrounding Democrat friends, you know, were like, yeah, yeah. You know, we should have had the shit beat out of him and all this other stuff. And she was like, no, 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 that's not good. Even though we don't agree with his politics, that's not the way it should be. Right. And so many people turned on her, you know, saying that, you know, you know, just calling her like, you know, well, you're not a real Democrat and you know, you're not a progressive and, she was like, wait, so me not wanting harm to come to somebody makes me not a progressive. She's like, I don't right. want to be one. And so she was kind of just out there in the, 
you know, uh, politically homeless as a lot of us have found ourselves to be whenever we wander off into libertarianism <laughs> because we realize we don't belong on the left or the right. And yeah. you know, so we, we believe in some things they believe in, but, and that's yeah. what's always, that's what's always funny is whenever, you know, I'm, I'm railing on some, you know, Democrat, you know, progressive on their, on their policies. And I'll hear, I have a Republican come and try to back me up. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't on your side either, buddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, 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 don't, don't get it twisted. It it, it, pisses him off too. So that's so funny. But yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much what libertarian is. They believe in individual and private property rights, you know, stuff like that. Very, they believe that the smallest minority is the individual and that you have a right to your own body, your own property, what you do with your life, as long as you're not hurting anyone else. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I can agree with some of those views as well. Um, I think most people go into the the, the whole politic thing by uh, saying, let's choose the lesser of the evil, you know? So you only have right and left to choose from, right? You're not going to choose left, so you might just choose right because it's, it's the right thing to do, you know, just at that time. But Sorry, I lost you. Oh, you didn't hear me. Okay, I was just saying most people go into like politics, like when they're voting and stuff, like you choose the lesser of the evil. Have you ever heard of that method? Oh yeah, the lesser of two evils. Yeah, did you ever like go through that fiasco with yourself? Very briefly. Um, Like for instance, whenever in 2008 rolled around and we had McCain and Obama. Yeah. I was was pulling for Obama, Mm -hmm. uh, mainly because, you know, he was the hope and change guy. I knew that McCain was just going to be another Bush and I wanted to get out of these wars. You know, I wanted to get away from the middle East. And so I was pushing for Obama. I was like, I I didn't vote for him because I really didn't feel like I was an educated voter. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. And then whenever, you know, even four years later, I'm like, we're still there. Yeah. That that was my biggest issue was, you know, because Obama was talking about, Hey, we're going to bring these troops home and stuff like that. And I'm like, we didn't. And then, you know, after the second term, I'm like, still not, you know? And so, I mean, in 2012, I think I voted for the first time. I voted for uh, Gary Johnson, who was on the libertarian ticket. Okay. And, and it's, I, I still was only halfway educated on things, but I voted for him. I was like, I don't, I didn't want, what was it Mitt Romney? Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't want him. You know, I didn't want Obama but I wanted to voice my vote. Yeah. And so I went for the libertarian ticket. And then this last time when we had uh, Trump versus Hillary, no, I could not vote for either one of those two. I mean, it just was not. And I've always felt like, you know, a lot of people say if you vote for a third party, you're wasting your vote. And I've always felt like the only time you waste your vote is if you vote for somebody you don't support. Yeah, uh, I agree. And, and you know, I would rather not vote at all than to cast my vote and hold my nose at the same time because it kills me. And so last time I actually wrote in John McAfee, which he's just a freaking nut. But I mean, he's he's hardcore libertarian, once government gone type of situation. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just wrote him in, and I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've like I said, I've lost my taste 
for for the government. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. There's a lot to uh, congest in and digest. Now, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you voted before the 2012 election? Uh, that was the first time I voted. For real? Your whole entire life? Yep. I was, uh, wow. yeah, I never really cared about politics at all. Oh my God. Um, That's so and, yeah, 2008, I just, I made a small observation uh, on MySpace, uh, of all places. Um, I wrote a, a blog on MySpace, and it was about, you know, they were talking about Bush or McCain, or Obama or McCain, and I told them, I said, it ain't going to matter. I said, I, and I didn't know, really know anything. I said, nothing's going to change. I said, the whole Washington, D.C. needs a needs an enema. You know, it needs mm-hmm. to be flushed out and mm-hmm. replaced. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. kind of thought, I guess I was more of a libertarian back then, and I didn't even know what that was. And it was around oh. 2012 whenever I, well, 2012 through 2016 is whenever I discovered Ron Paul. And that changed the way I look at things big time. Okay. Um, that's an interesting fact about you, David. I just, I just had no clue. I just thought like, uh, you were one of those people that devoted all the time and understood (laughs) the whole dynamic of it. I'm like, man, this guy is awesome, but you're even more awesome now that you just (laughs) sat there and told me that your first time was voting is 2012. That's crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't care. I didn't care until then. I definitely feel you. There's a lot of individuals out there uh, that would agree with you. And um, I don't know, man. That's just crazy right there. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. So let's let's um, move on a little bit from the politics because I want to ask you about something really um, beautiful that happened to you um, this past, uh, what was the past week? You uh, actually got a chance to um, have an additions put onto your family you were foster you were a foster parent and now you have this big huge family so tell me tell, tell the story about that because that's cool <laughs> okay uh I, i'll try to keep it as brief as i can but um no. about three years ago uh thanksgiving this coming thanksgiving it'll be three years um a family member of ours had their kids taken away through the uh, dcf the child protection services and um, we found out through other family members that they'd gotten taken. It was a sibling group of three. Uh, they were one. How old were they? Uh, one, two, and five. Mm-hmm. Can't remember then. I got to do math, and it takes me forever. <laughs> but uh, I think that was one. I think that's right. I think that's right. One, two, and five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. We, we called DCS and we're like, Hey, you know, we didn't want to split up. Uh, my wife told me about it and I said, we'll see what you can do to get them. And, uh, she was like, are you sure? I was like, hell no, I'm not sure. I was like, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, but it's, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want them split up. Uh, I grew up, uh, I grew up, my brother and my sister lived up North and I lived with my two stepsisters, which are my sisters. And, um, so I knew how it felt to be separated from your siblings. And I didn't want that for them. And so, you know, my wife made a few calls and they uh, asked if we'd be willing to foster them. And we're like, yeah, you know, they said, what they said, it shouldn't take, but maybe 10 months to a year and they should get them back. It wasn't that big of a deal. 
um, it was mainly just like a neglect situation. It wasn't like they were a bunch of crackheads or nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're like, okay. So we took all the classes and all this stuff and got everything done. We needed to get done. And we started fostering them. And um, when you first start fostering, uh, your first goal, your main goal is reunification is to, to kind of help the parents and the kids, you know, do what you got to do to help make sure that they get to go back to their family. And that's what I always thought too. I was like, you know, the best place for a child is with their parents, you know, as long as the parents are fit. Right. And so with, we were busting our hump, you know, trying to help them out and trying to tell them what to do and, 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 you know, trying to make that happen. Cause I already got three kids. I already had three, you know, and they're, teenagers so i was like you know i I, i'm i was 37 because i'm 40 now right i was 37 whenever we got them so i was like you know i'm already an old man i don't need these little babies and then uh, so so we're sitting there and um well as time goes on you know a year passes and two years passes you know, things ain't moving. They're not doing what they need to be doing to get the kids back. And, you know, they, they said they gave them a lot longer than they usually would because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal that they were, that the stuff they had to do was simple and they just didn't do it. And so DCS asked us, they were like, well, would you, would you be willing to adopt? And at that point, you know, we were like, honestly, we were thinking, well, if they, we tell them no, then they're just gonna take them out of the house you know, and put them into a house that where they would be willing to adopt. Mm -hmm. And so it was still something we were wrestling with, but, you know, we said, yeah, you know, we'd be willing to adopt and, you know, they're part of the family anyway. And, um, as time came around, um, that ended up being what happened. You know, what was supposed to be 10 months turned into almost three years. And Mm -hmm. now we have three new additions to our family legally. So it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a happy day. I mean, it, I bet it was. It was. I, saw, it was really- I heard the, uh, the clip uh, of the judge uh, granting you all legal access to the kids and it seemed like everybody in the room was really happy. And Oh, yeah. 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 See, see, you know, that, they- was a, that was a Zoom meeting, too. Yeah, oh, that was Zoom? Okay, yeah. okay. So I we had wondering. like, that way we could have, you know, my parents and, you know, because my mama, she lives up north and my wife's parents live in Missouri and so we wanted to make sure everybody could see it. So mm-hmm. it was, it was a fun time. It was, it was, I mean, it wasn't that big of, I don't want to say it wasn't that big of a deal, but it's not like that really changed. I mean, they were already part of the family, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty much just makes it legal and then we'll change our last name and stuff. Oh, we won't change your last name. We're going to add my last name to their name. So that's nice. They get to maintain because it is family. That the, their last name is a family name, and we just want them to to feel included without being, you know, robbed of their birth last name. So. Exactly. So speaking of which, of not changing that last name but only adding on to it, um, what will you do when the kids start to ask about their biological parents? That's something that we do think about and how to word it. Um, it's, uh, I mean, the oldest one right now, she's eight and it's starting to, I mean, she was excited to, to, to become a dairy berry. So <laughs> she was, she, I mean, she was really excited about it. Um, but the other two, uh, the youngest is three and then we got a five-year-old. So, I mean, they're kind of, 
I don't think they're really aware of what's going on right now. But I can't hear you. What'd you say? They kind of what? I said I don't think they're really aware of what's going on right now. Right, right. But they will be. And yeah, yeah. We we we've we're discussing that, and we quite don't know how we're going to approach that when that question comes up. But you know, they're still going to be involved. I mean, it's not yeah. a, not as not in the capacity they were. I mean, we still got Thanksgivings and Christmases, and because they were family, so mm-hmm. you know, they'll see them then. But during the um, during the foster care, you know, they, they had rights to visits twice a month or phone calls every week. And I'm personally glad that's all over because that, you know, we're busy as I'll get out anyway. Mm-hmm. And the fit that time in was just, it, it was a strain and it confused the kids obviously. So. Of course I can only imagine. So um, we'll figure that out as I guess as time gets closer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, David, how how did you and your wife get into the whole fostering process? Like, did you guys just say, hey, let's do this? Or, I mean, was it no, something? It was just because of those three kids. I mean, we never really even thought about fostering before that. And when we found out, you know, that they got taken away from her cousin, oh. we're just like, let's see what we can do to get them. And so that's when we found out we had to become foster parents in order to keep them. And so that's, that's what we did. I mean, we, we talked about adopting years ago, but mm-hmm. it was just, you know, talking and, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, it, it was like, um, I don't know. It was just one of those things that felt right to do. And yeah. so we did it. Well, congratulations. And, um, I feel like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not you, but I mean, I feel like you did the right thing, you know, I appreciate and it. God bless you for real. Cause y'all are a couple of angels in these children's lives they need you so much and you're there for them so that's cool i appreciate it yeah Mm -hmm. it is uh it's something (laughs) (laughs) i know i know it is something for sure um okay so david moving on from that subject i want to ask you like uh you know this weekend was pretty big for you i mean mean, i wanted to show you something okay cool Oh, he's so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, he looks so cute. That's the youngest one. That's the youngest one. He's he's something. Oh, he is so adorable. He's a mess. He's got, um, my wife actually got him nominated for his little hero's capes. Um, He's got some disabilities. Cool. Uh, Like he's got a, um, it's what they call Dwayne Radial Ray Syndrome. It's a uh, uh, genetic disorder. Okay. So he's got he's got some physical abnormalities and like his hands and stuff. But I mean that little dude. I mean when we got him, he couldn't even he couldn't crawl. He could he could barely sit up for a second. I mean he was almost one. And that dude has been he's been through a lot. And yeah. So he's uh, but yeah, I just thought, I thought I'd show you because he's 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 a, he's a crazy little nut job is what he is but i bet he is <laughs> i bet he is what's his favorite thing to do uh like, you know outside or something uh well he loves well he loves playing the mud i'll tell you that right now <laughs> uh and besides that he loves to bug the crap out of his mama for real I mean, oh ever since he was itty bitty like if she started coughing in the car he'd copy her he'd be like <laughs> i mean he <laughs> He likes to get on people's nerves. He's, he's, mm-hmm. I tell him he's the cutest little asshole I've ever met. <laughs> and that's why I love him. I love him because he is so he's, cute. He's just a pain in my butt. And I'm like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to be that dad that's out in the backyard 
beating the hell out of you and laughing at the same time. <laughs> right. Because what you did, you shouldn't have done, but it was funny as hell, but I got to punish you. you know? mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what he he's. And the one thing he really wants to be able to do is play football. For real? But, um, but the doctors say no contact sports for him. Cause he's got his kidney is one of his kidneys is up there next to his belly button instead of oh. back there where it's supposed to be. So yeah, he, he's going to have to, a lot of things we're going to have to deal with as he gets older on his restrictions. Yes. But, um, but that little dude, I mean, he's a dad. Once he started walking, it was all over. I mean, that dude just, he's everywhere into everything and he don't, he has no fear. Um, he get up there on the steps and once he found out he could jump, from like the third step up he's he won't even wait he, if he just sees me walking by he just assumes i'm gonna catch him and he'll be like daddy and he'll jump oh. and i had to grab him and i'm like yeah. it, boy quit and he was just <laughs> i'm like oh, oh. tell you but yeah. he is so cute he's i could just imagine that so he just expects you to catch him when he oh, get yeah. on that third step and he just jump. <laughs> he's like hey daddy check us out i'm like dude stop but anyway, uh, what were you going to ask? I don't even know because I was just thinking about him. He's so cute. I love that picture of him. He's like he got little goggles on his face like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, the sales thing about too. He, he's about blind as a bat. We, Is um, he? <laughs> well, see, we know, when we first got him, we noticed he looked at everybody like this. Oh. Like he, would, he had to tilt his head back. And so we knew something was wrong. And so we took him to eye doctor. And at, I think it was like one, maybe. A little over a little over one year old they checked his you know i don't know how they did it with some kind of lens and checked uh-huh. his the back of his eyeball and yeah he, he's got really bad eyesight so they got him glasses and now the first time we put glasses on him it was like he was seeing for the first time for real it's nice yeah, it was it was something because i mean and he's he's gotten to now to where he knows that you know the glasses actually help so mm-hmm. you know he goes and gets them or you know he'll ask for his eyes or, you know, stuff like that. So he, I'm there for a while. It was hard to keep him on him because he'd take him off the throne and he didn't want him on his face, but now he's, he's finally got it. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like he has the right people in his life. I mean, all the kids do obviously, cause you guys really do. You give a damn, you know, and a lot of people don't, they have kids and they don't have kids, you know? Oh, you're kind of freezing up, David. David, you there? Uh-oh. David. Oh, and we still recording, y'all. I wonder if this is my, my, no, it's not. David, you still there? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to end this episode, but I'm going to come back, though, and it's just going to be added on. So I'll be back in five, four, three, two, one. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers, but we are against those. Some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And so, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212.
We live, baby. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for bearing with us. Uh, we had technical difficulties, you know, but we're back now with David, you know, the morning <laughs> drive with David. <laughs> I apologize. Everything just seemed to want to not work anymore. No, it's perfectly fine. I'm glad it's working now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now you take most of your episodes in the car, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most of the time. Uh that's why I'm still, I haven't got the whole computer thing down yet. Because mm-hmm. most of my, uh, well, most of my episodes are done in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, that's how I started out anyway. And then every now and then when I interview people, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be able to sit down with them with my computer when it decides it wants to work. Right. Most of the time, my episodes are done right here. <laughs> hey, I see the Batman symbol on the back seat. Oh yeah, on the on the back side. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh. So now let's talk about your last episode, the one, you, the re, the most recent one you just put up. Um, that that episode was uh, kind of creepy, you know. The um, what's it called? Speaking from the grave. Uh, something like that. Yeah. 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 That. Uh, yeah, that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, I would have pissed me off. It did piss me off. It, it's, uh, I saw, I saw, uh, well, somebody actually sent it to me. Uh, a mm-hmm. listener sent me a clip, and they want to know what I thought about it. And, you know, the Parkland shoot, and I think that was down in Florida or Georgia. I can't remember where that was. Oh, it was still in Douglas High. Mm-hmm. Out front and go up front. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. I work for a small company, and uh, they print the newspaper here. Somebody was asking where the newspaper's at. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, there was a, uh, it was sent to me, and what it was, was, uh, you know, anytime a school shooting happens, it's a tragedy, always. Uh, anytime yeah. anyone loses a life, it's a tragedy. So I don't downplay that one bit, but uh, they, um, what they had done was they took one of the victims of the shooting and did a little bit of CGI and computer magic and somehow, somehow got the voice of the victim and they did a, uh, they used the victim's image, like uh, kind of brought them back to life digitally, 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 damn it. Uh, <laughs> digitally. <laughs> yeah. And, um, he was, you know, telling that they need to go vote and, vote for you know pretty much stricter gun laws and stuff like that and you know it ticks me off anyway whenever you get somebody that uses any tragedy tragedy to uh to forward their agenda right but then you're gonna take somebody that's 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 not with us no more that's dead and use their use their image and put words in their mouth to, to forward your agenda and to me that highly pissed me off as a parent you know that the parents went along with it so I mean that kind of makes me wonder how that happened um but it's uh I don't know and it struck a big nerve with me too because imagine if 
someone would have took the image of another victim and start and made that image start talking about how they support you know arming our teachers or you know yeah against gun control it would have been a freaking madhouse so, yeah, i mean him and me personally, and that's, that's the issue too, is that whenever you have a tragedy happen like that, you, you can have multiple perspectives come out of it. Like um, back in November 15th, 1995, uh, there was a shooter at my school, at my high school. What? And, oh yeah, there was um, one student, one teacher, one student got killed, one teacher got killed, and another teacher got injured. Wow. And um, yeah, that that's... You know, before the internet, before it got everywhere, it was a big story locally, but I was a sophomore at the time, and it was a small school. I mean, I, I went to a K, I went to a K through 12 school. So, okay. I mean, the, the graduate, my graduating class was maybe 90 people. So, I mean, it was a small school. And when I came out of that, when, whenever, you know, the days that followed, I was the opposite of what you see a lot of people saying they are. I was, I was actually one of the ones saying I wish the teachers would have had a gun, you know. But but it just shows how the media only portrays one aspect. It just and so yeah, when I saw that 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 video, it it, it really upset me. And not much pisses me off as much as it used to anymore. But yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have pissed me off too. I mean, it did piss me off because it was just, it, it's like, why did we have to even take it there? Like, why can't, first of all, you already know what the problem is. The, the laws need to be changed, period. Like you said, it needs to be washed away and start anew again. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. it's just scary. It's just like taking somebody that you lost or I lost and doing that shit like I just don't like that I, I don't like it at all no. and it was very disturbing and disrespectful not, and not disrespectful. just other. I would say to the parents but the parents were in the beginning of the video talking about how they knew what was going on so I mean but it, it's I think it's disrespectful to the public that you're going to use you're going to pull hard at some heartstrings like that to try to get your agenda across mm-hmm. and to me that's just that's manipulation I mean that's that's all that is yeah definitely I, I agree with you 100% and I'm a, I actually saw it through your stories the day before and I said what the hell is he talking about and then you came out with the rant the next day and I'm like oh <laughs> this is what he means <laughs> I was like let me capture this real quick oh yeah I don't know. I, I didn't know people were doing all that. That's just too much. That's just too close for home, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, David, um, you want to play a game with me? It's called Miss Hip Hop's This or That. And essentially what you're doing is just picking which one you prefer. Absolutely. I like games. Okay. All right, let's get started. Um, MAC-10s or Uzis? Uh, I had to go with Uzi because it's compact. Um, Mac Ten's alright, but I like I like a I like a Uzi. <laughs> okay. Um, AK forty sevens or AR fifteens. Oh, now see, that's a 
that's a battle for time because every gun guy, this has been an argument. That's like uh, that's like asking somebody if they're like, you know, which one's better, Biggie Smalls or uh, or Tupac? Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of the AR simply because that's what I'm familiar with, and it is it's got its problems. And that's why I'm also looking at getting an AK-47, too, just so I can have both of them. <laughs> oh, wow. You love rifles. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. This is going to be funny. Uh, uh, root or route? <laughs> you talking about the road? Yeah. Well, how it's you say route. it? The route. Route? Okay, 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 okay. Oh, Not route, but route. I hate when people no. say root. <laughs> but, like, root for what, what the hell's a root? Root's on the bottom of a tree. That's what's in the ground. Thank you. Uh, a route, a right. route is a road. <laughs> right, and root is like what a crowd does at a rally. They root. <laughs> they root you root, yeah. Like, oh no, oh no. It's, yeah, there's a lot of word discrepancies, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, tomato or tomato? Tomato. Okay. And, and, and if, if you want to get technical, it's mater. But, yeah. <laughs> you say it different because you're from the South, but that's all good. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, hoagie or po' boy? Oh, see. see. Down here, we don't. I don't call them either one. Uh, I think a lot of people might call them a po' boy, but I'm not for sure. Um, but up north where I... Where I spent my summers, it was it was a hoagie. Okay. Um, most of them down here just call them sub. Oh yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah. Um, tennis shoes or gym shoes? Tennis shoes. Okay. And we pronounce it like one word: tissue. <laughs> <laughs> like tissue, 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 tissue. Then that's funny. Now, <laughs> pronounce it one word. <laughs> Um, so, uh, uh, garage sale or yard sale? Yard sale. Yeah. Uh, highway or expressway? Uh, I don't ever say expressway. We got highways and interstate. Right. Okay, yeah. so, like boom. The, the smaller ones are, yeah, the smaller ones are highways and the big, you know, the big roads are interstate. Cool. All right, well, uh, thank you, David, for coming on today's show. Uh, it was fun catching up with you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I gotta, you know, we gotta do this more often. Um, whatever it is you got going on, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, let me know, or I'll see it for myself, really, on IG. Oh, yeah, I had to, I had to get you back on, too. It's been a minute. and then, Yeah, uh, definitely. It has been yeah, a minute. I wanted to thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Um, You're welcome. And just, uh, I don't know, we kind of go way back, and it's, it's kind of funny how you and I, we, we'll talk about all kinds of stuff, but, you know, we, we don't, I don't really force politics, you know, and that's it, why it's always a breath of fresh air to talk to you, because most of the time, if I got somebody on or I'm on somebody else's show, it's, it's a political topic, and uh, we just barely touched it, which kind of felt good <laughs> <laughs> well that's good to hear because I'm just like all over the place when it comes to politics and you know just things that is not in, not my expertise so to speak oh I understand that yeah 
All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to Speak Your Mind Radio. Um, be sure to hit the like button on YouTube and also subscribe, please, and share. So, yeah, thank you guys again. Peace out. Bye, David. Bye, y'all. <laughs>